Today, we've got some incredible guests who are going to be talking about all the latest on how you can take your Amazon products and get started selling them on Walmart, plus a super cool announcement about something that can help you do just that. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. What happens when you've grown your Amazon business as much as you can and don't have the time or resources to take it to that next level? Well, that's where Thrasio comes in. Thrasio acquires category-leaning FBA brands from small business owners just like you, and they specialize in taking your brand to new heights while you profit from the growth. With more than a 1,000 experts at the top of their field in brand management, growth marketing, creative, and supply chain, Thrasio's operating team can grow your business exponentially. Find out today how you can make tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, when your business is managed by Thrasio's expert team. Visit Thrasio.com slash Helium10 to connect with Thrasio. That's T-H-R-A-S-I-O dot com forward slash Helium10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. We've got a couple serious sellers here, my sister from another Mr. Carey and brother from another mother, Tim, here on the line. Uh, how's it going, guys? Hey, Good. it's going great. <laughs> All right. You guys like your, you your intro there? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, now, you know, the, these are no strangers to to the Series Sellers podcast. We've had both of them on a, uh, a few times, and we've got some special announcements, as, as we said in the intro there, uh, coming up. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, but this is going to be um, kind of like a Walmart-centric episode because these are, are two of the most knowledgeable individuals in the game as far as Walmart goes. So we haven't had a Walmart episode here in a while. So let's just talk about that for a second. You know, we're in 2022. Let's start with Tim. Um, what are some of the biggest things that uh, you're seeing as far as industry trends or Amazon sellers moving to Walmart or just general things about the Walmart platform that you've noticed over the past, uh, you know, half year or year? I think that Walmart's made a lot of gains in their infrastructure and their capabilities. Like if we think about, um, some of the, I don't know, the shortcomings of different marketplaces, right? The inability to increase logistics or um, maybe some of the features that are better for some products than others, right? Like I don't want to disparage anybody. The marketplace that I see making the biggest gains to actually increase their logistical capabilities or increase their functions is Walmart. Now, Walmart is behind a marketplace like Amazon, obviously. They just don't have the robust features and they haven't been around as long. But looking at Walmart and the way that they have started investing massively in their capabilities to continue to be the number two marketplace and really put some uh, some competitive nature on Amazon, you know, Walmart's where it's at. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, you know, that's one of the biggest. You know, that's kind of like part of the announcement we're going to be making later on today. Is is that's it's great to see that Amazon sellers are like realizing, hey, I'm already selling on Amazon. It's a no brainer to get started on Walmart. That wasn't always the case. You know, like. Three years ago, it was like almost impossible to set up a Walmart account. It was so difficult yep. and you had to have an API person like if you go farther back in time and and yep. a lot of those obstacles now no longer exist. Now, now Carrie, you know, we, we brought you into the company to be, you know, our main expert on Walmart. 
And um, you actually, you know, it's not like you had already a Walmart background, like you weren't even selling on Walmart, if I'm not mistaken. So all of your knowledge has come kind of like within the last year. So what about you? You as somebody new, you who are an Amazon seller, and now you're new to Walmart, what are some of the, the, the biggest takeaways or the biggest struggles or the most interesting things for somebody like you uh, to have learned uh, about the Walmart uh, opportunity? Um, I just, I think that I first kind of had this thought that maybe I shouldn't put my products on Walmart. Um, I, it was something I had to kind of get over and realize that there's so much opportunity on Walmart. I don't know why I had that in my head, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's all kinds of products on Walmart and it's a great marketplace. Um, I also have been really impressed by just the back end of Walmart. It's definitely pretty easy to use. I've been teaching some people how to sell on Walmart and everyone's just gets excited because they're like, this is easier than I thought. And this is really exciting when they see the opportunity. So, um, yeah, it's just been a really great journey to learn all the opportunity and just the ins and outs of the marketplace. I actually did have, uh, a, an account representative reach out to us a few years ago and it was very, very clunky then. So it's definitely improved mm -hmm. so much to, to the point where it's just a lot easier. The seller support is great. Every time I contact them, I get a really quick response and I get things fixed pretty quickly. So, um, I've been really happy with the whole process of setting up and, um, and getting going. Okay. L let's talk some success stories. So, so Tim, you've got a big community, um, over there and you know, I, I know some in your, not everybody, of course, but you know, a lot in your community are selling on Walmart. Any, uh, you know, you don't have to mention names if they, if they're a private people kind of person, but, uh, can you tell about any success stories from your, um, network there? Yeah, there's a lot. And what's interesting is everybody likes to compare uh, success stories, apples to oranges. So they say, hey, a seller that's selling X amount on Amazon, what percentage are they going to sell in Walmart? Is it 20%? Is it 30%? Oh, if they sell 30% of their Amazon sales, that's success. When in fact, what we see is that a lot of people are actually selling more on Walmart than Amazon, which is crazy. Uh, there's a pet product company that I'm deeply involved with that was really struggling because it's very competitive on Amazon. So the cost per click was very high. Fulfillment cost was very high, just very, very competitive. There was nobody selling the same product at all on Walmart. So at the exact same sticker price as Amazon, but with less seller fees, so higher profitability, the volume was, it was five figures more per month on Walmart than it was for their listing that had been there for six years on Amazon. It's wow. crazy. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I think the perception is, which you know, probably in most cases is is the is true. So that oh, you know, Amazon sales kind of are, are always you know way more than Walmart. But it's good to know that that's not always the case. Sometimes it's actually you can actually do better on Walmart due to the the competition on on Amazon. Now, now speaking of that, Carrie, um, how how does one like kind of determine that there is more opportunity? on on walmart than amazon or that there's any opportunity at all like what are some methods that people can use to kind of validate that one of the, uh, my favorite methods is to just think of a product that you know is extremely competitive on amazon go search that product on walmart.com and then pull up x-ray and when you what i usually do is i'll sort by revenue i want to see the highest revenue on walmart um and you'll you'll see kind of the range of of revenue for walmart and you'll see that certain sellers are selling a lot on Walmart. And then you can click on their ASIN. We have on X-Ray the ability to, to click on the ASIN. It'll take you directly to Amazon. And you'll see sometimes that they're selling nothing on Amazon. Uh, and so I think that's a great visualization of the opportunity of just these really competitive products that you have a window of opportunity to jump in there um, and get, get ranked at the top 
and position yourself amongst, you know, some of these top competitors. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's really exciting when you actually take a look at some of these things, just, just think of things, you know, that, and you'll even see in the top 10 listings, there's not even any reviews in some of these categories. So, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's just so much opportunity there. Okay. Talk a little bit about WFS, you know, in a nutshell, as far as I know, and again, I'm very inexperienced when it comes to Walmart. It's like the, uh, the easy way to say it is, is the Walmart version of FBA, but talk a little bit about, you know, like how difficult it is to get in. Are there any minimums and what are the benefits of enrolling in WFS um, uh, on Walmart? Well, let me start off with the benefits of having WFS, not necessarily okay. enrolling. Having a fulfillment system within that marketplace is great. The communication with the marketplace, the uh, updates for shipping to the sellers, the or to the buyers, the customer service issues, if they miss a shipment or something like that, it's not on you, are all massively beneficial. Plus, we know that on marketplaces that have a fulfillment option like Amazon FBA, when you offer your products to be shipped through that system, you get some added benefits like on the listings. Like So with Amazon, you can get the Prime Badge. With Walmart, you can get the Walmart Plus Badge. So we know there are benefits. So that being said, we know there are benefits in enrolling. Now, I actually today was on a meeting with Walmart and I said, why the heck do we have to enroll in WFS? Like if we get a seller account, why don't we just get it? And they couldn't answer that. Like that's one of the things we're trying to work out, but mm-hmm. you do have to enroll. There is not actually a listed threshold or list of criteria to get accepted. They don't actually tell us. But when you get your seller account, you can go ahead and apply for WFS and tell them, hey, these are the products that I want to sell. This is how much I anticipate selling. Of course, we don't need the exact number that's going to move. And you apply to it through a separate program. And that program even has like a different communication system. It has different heads of the department than the regular seller center folks. Um, I believe that WFS for a long time was lagging. And there are a lot of people maybe listening to this that said, oh, I tried WFS two years ago. It sucked. I tried a year ago. It was terrible. It's because they didn't have the infrastructure set up yet. They had one receiving center in Kentucky. So if I was selling stuff from California, I'd have to ship pallets from California to Kentucky. And they might send it back to California to be redistributed. But they're adding more fulfillment centers, adding more technology. They're actually converting physical retail store locations to fulfillment centers. And we know that Walmart has more physical retail stores than anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So WFS is definitely something that you should enroll in. It's def- definitely something you should take advantage of. It continues to become more and more robust every day. And if any of you have had some issues with it before, give it another shot. Okay. Good to know. Um, how long, what is that? You know, like you said, Tim, it may, maybe for now it, it's kind of tedious to, to have to apply for a Walmart account and then apply for WFS. But what, can you walk us through briefly what that process entails and how long it takes to get a uh, uh, fully ready to go where you can send inventory to WFS warehouses? If I remember correctly, um, Carrie, it's still a one page application, right? They haven't changed that. Uh, There's about three different pages and it's very, very simple to fill out. And I think it took me like five minutes and there is one little weird thing. You have to click on everything, even if it's a no, I had the struggle because I had to keep, I had to click on everything in order to go to the next page. And so uh-huh. somebody else might have that situation, but make sure you answer all the questions. But it took five minutes. And then I just recently applied for another account, um, This I think three weeks ago, and I got accepted within 24 hours to WFS. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I know that some people are saying it takes longer, and I've seen it range. Sometimes it's as little as 24 hours, sometimes two or three days. But it's not back into the weeks like it used to be. You know, A year ago, it might take you two or three weeks. When you get onto WFS, your rank just goes so high. It, it's really important for the algorithm right now mm-hmm. to be in WFS and offer the fast shipping. Not only that, if you look at your listing quality score, it, you'll see that every 
a category is ranked differently. So there's content and discoverability, um, which is only one kind of circle out of three circles. That's kind of, you know, the importance of it. And then there's your offer score, which is three out of three. And then the ratings is two out of three. So the offer score is the most important Mm -hmm. thing for them right now. And so I've seen things rank on the first page without even trying by just adding WFS things that were ranked or, you know, much lower or higher, sorry, much higher down the thing. All of a sudden they just jump to the first page. So I think that's a huge benefit of, of that. Plus they have these little badges on the search pages It'll say two-day shipping or three-day plus shipping or pickup in store. So if you don't have the two-day shipping, I imagine that a lot of people aren't even clicking on your listing. And clicks actually do help with your ranking in the algorithm. So, you know, clicking on your listing is not going to happen if you have three-plus day shipping. It's just not attractive to most people. So there's a lot of great benefits to WFS. And and so I've I've seen it just massively improve the the ranking for us. I didn't know that's there. I learned, I learned something. I didn't realize that that just by itself uh, improves your keyword ranking. I like that. Now, mm-hmm. my question about the process is is about the process. I think most of our um, listeners are are Amazon sellers and they're familiar with the FBA process. All right, I've got this product. I want. I need to send it to Amazon. So first, I got to stick my FN SKU stickers on it, and then um, I set up a shipment in Amazon Seller Central. And sometimes it has me sent to one, uh, you know, warehouse in Amazon. Sometimes it has me sent to three, et cetera, et cetera. Like we're all familiar with that process. So how similar or slash different is that process to send to send things? You know, obviously it's not the FN SKU, yeah. you know, so does, does Walmart have its own kind of FN SKU or does it go off of barcode? Talk a little bit about that. Either. Yeah. So I'll say this, we could go through a list of several small nuances, but for all intents and purposes, it is exceptionally similar. Like very, very, very similar. If you're familiar with sending in an FBA shipment, you could easily figure out the WFS inbound shipment portal in minutes. There's very, very little differences. Yeah, I mean, when you um, when you click to send in a shipment, there's actually a PDF that pops up. It's really easy to print out if you have those. I think it's Avery print print labels. You can print out the mm-hmm. UPC. That's pretty much all you need on your your products is your UPC code, and they usually choose the closest fulfillment center to you. So, like for us, it was Chino. Um, so it's really, it's like an hour from, from me. So, um, they usually try to choose. If the, only the Amazon best. did that I I know, know. Yeah. here in California, they have me send all my inventory, like Florida and you're like, come on, really? Yeah. It, I think it's actually much more efficient to be honest, based on that. I have seen them choose the best fulfillment centers and then they, you know, disperse it. However, yeah. and then can, can you pay at Walmart for like UPS partnered rates, like UPS and FedEx kind of like, uh, Amazon. I always love that about Amazon. Yeah. So they have really good rates. Um, so they'll choose, you know, they'll choose their partner carriers and it's a lot less expensive from what I've been seeing. So they have really, really good rates and, um, you can do your own carriers if you want to, but I wouldn't recommend it. They have such great rates when you go in to send your inventory and it's, it's amazing. (laughs) Nice. So if I'm a, if I'm, um, an Amazon seller and I've only been selling on Amazon, there's a likelihood that at some point, uh, when I produce my product, I switch to like on my label, I actually have the my factory put on an FN SKU as like the barcode so I don't have to label stuff. Now, if I've done that and that's the inventory I'm going to use for Walmart, does that mean I need to either at my 3PL or maybe have a separate set of inventory where it, it actually covers up that FN SKU uh, and I use the UPC? Or is it okay that that FN SKU is there and just somewhere on there, there's a, there's a UPC code or do I have to cover it up? So I would cover up the FN SKU because a lot of times on an FN SKU, 
you will have, let me see if I have something sitting around here. Yeah, you'll have like a description. I'm not going to uh-huh, zoom uh-huh. in and show you this product, Evans Fury. I'll be copying my crap. But yeah, you'll have a, um, <laughs> yeah, nobody would ever copy anybody's stuff. But yeah, you'll have a description. Even if you don't have that description on, it's still Amazon specific. And I would not sell something, especially through WFS that has that Amazon code, because someone's going to look at it and go, this is weird. So yeah, yeah. print you out a, a UPC and cover it up. And my suggestion is, Go ahead and start migrating everything to a UPC code, all of your packaging, all of that stuff on future orders. Amazon used to be pretty lax about UPC codes, right? You could use the GTIN exemptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't have to have a GS1 registered barcode or UPC to your brand. But now Amazon's requiring that. And we should all be upping our game. We should be maturing to the point where we're using GS1 registered Registered to your brand uh, UPCs anyways. So just start migrating it. And if I have 2,000 units or something with an FNSQ printed from the factory and send that into FBA on my next order that I ship in, I can just convert the listing. I can just say, hey, I'm going to start using UPCs now. You just open up a case in Amazon and do that. That way your single kind of inventory stock can be shipped in anywhere and not have to have separate mm, um, mm. Uh, labeling. Okay. Makes sense. Now let's just say for whatever reason, I just don't have the means right now uh, to do WFS or, or, you know, it's just too difficult for me to send uh, inventory direct and, and I just have uh, my own warehouse or third party warehouse. Obviously I can use them to, you know, drop quote unquote drop ship. You know, if I get orders or I can have some kind of integration or of course, if I'm shipping myself um, orders that I get on, on Amazon or on Walmart, I can ship it myself, but Correct me if I'm wrong, but you are no longer, or maybe you never were able to do, uh, use your Amazon FBA inventory to fulfill Walmart orders. Isn't that against Walmart terms of service or am I getting confused? Yeah, it's definitely against service. You cannot drop ship from FBA. You'll get shut okay. down and it'll be extremely difficult, if not impossible, to get back up again. So I highly recommend that you just do your own fulfillment. Don't go even anywhere near that. Even if it's, I know some sometimes you can do like a blank box from Amazon, but there have been situations where there was a mistake and that Amazon box got shipped out. So you really want to make sure that you're not using okay. Amazon at all for your fulfillment. There's a lot of other options for you to utilize if you want to. All right. Good to know. Now, before we get into our special announcement, let's, uh, you usually save this to the end, but let's do some rapid fire going back and forth here of our our 30 second tips. Um, let's make it Walmart centric and then we'll just go back and forth. This isn't, isn't a contest, but there will be a winner. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, this isn't in the contest. So just give your best like 30 second tip for somebody either just starting on Walmart or, or maybe a, somebody who is already uh, on Walmart. My hot tip, this is my favorite one, is focus on your images. Put all of your best selling uh, points on your images because when you scroll right under there, there's your competitors right there. So you want to make sure that you can sell your customers on your product within the first images and also your title. Mm. They could they could literally ch- click add to cart on the search page because there's a little add to cart button. So your first image and your title could sell them. If they click further, you want those images to make them add it to your cart and not have to scroll down because once they do that, they're going to see all these other options and they could that you could lose the sale. So images are the most important thing, in my opinion, do those great infographics, highlight your best selling points, use beautiful photos, crisp lifestyle images, infographics, everything to show your product in the best light. Okay. That's a good one. Tim, what's yours? I like using Google. Google is something that everybody knows we should be using for e-commerce sales, but it's been tough to move people from Google to Amazon because Amazon doesn't play well with Google. 
But what we've seen is that the Walmart-Google relationship is so strong that a little bit of investment in SEO or Google search ads work exceptionally well for getting people to Walmart and converting. One thing we've noticed is that a little bit of ad spend on Walmart will create organic listings to rise within Walmart's search for specific keywords that you're running the ads on, and it ranks quickly on Google so you can get that traffic to Walmart. So start thinking outside the box with Walmart because they are placing high priority on external traffic, external SEO, and external ads. Okay, I like it too. Carrie, back to you. Yeah, so in terms of a tip, um, I would say uh, you can also do some search find buy type things. Am I allowed mm-hmm. to say that? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, okay. it's not against Walmart terms of service. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Was, that was gonna be my next question is, is yeah. As far okay. as I know, there's nothing in Walmart in terms of service, uh, unlike Amazon now, that, that says that's that's not, you know, appropriate. Okay, whatever. cool. Yeah. So um, search find buy works great for Walmart. So it's all almost, you know, you really don't have to put the investment in that you would on Amazon. So you can get your products ranked pretty quickly and efficiently with search find buy still. So do it while you can. Um, it's definitely a great resource um, to, to do to get ranked to the top of the search. Cool. All right. Uh, Tim, one more from you now. This is a tip slash warning for all of you jabronis out there that keep doing this. Quit copying and pasting your Amazon listing attributes to your Walmart listing. The Walmart listing is supposed to be 100% different by design. If we look at the listing quality score and the listing guidelines, there are a lot of things that are actually opposite. So on Amazon, we might have long bullet points where the key features, the key attributes, kind of the bullet points of Walmart are supposed to be very short. They actually give us prime examples and say, hey, here's a perfect example. And all of them are like six letters. I'm not sorry, six words, not six letters, Mm -hmm. seven words. That's it. When we look at description, the description is supposed to be short to the point. It's not, they literally say, do not duplicate keywords. And I see so many pieces of software that have allowed people to go in and just quote unquote, easily migrate your Amazon listings over to Walmart. And Walmart hates those listings. They look awful. They don't fit the algorithm. They don't fit the mold. And frequently, they don't even hit the terms of service. So my other tip is don't make that mistake. Actually figure out what the listing qualifications and parameters are. Get a unique, well-written listing for Walmart or you're not going to be able to rank. Okay, I like it. Now, um, you know, hopefully in the first 20 minutes here of this episode, we have people, Amazon sellers out there, uh, peak, uh, hopefully we're piquing their interest um, as far as selling on Walmart. And and that's the easiest thing. Anybody can just start on Walmart. There's nothing wrong with that. And there are sellers who are doing more on Walmart than, than Amazon. I, we know of um, uh, Michael and his brother, and they actually launch Walmart-only products all the time. We can talk about that in another episode. But the easiest uh, step is if you've already got your products and you're already selling on Amazon in the United States, it's a logical next step to start selling on Walmart. So that brings us to our special announcement. Now, if you notice here, I'm using a green screen. Those of you who are watching on on um, on YouTube here, this green screen you might recognize as the Helium 10 Tequila Room, which was the background for something that Mr. Jordan and I did a couple years back called Project X. Um, this is actually like a screen capture I use, and I just edited us out, and now it's just uh, it's just me here on a green screen. How did screen. you edit so- our giant heads out of that thing? Wouldn't there be like <laughs> a giant blank space on that green screen image? <laughs> so, anyways. The point is, it's this is not, we're not having something that's Project X, but what are we having that is live now, Tim? Well, let me start off by saying this. The reason Project X was so successful mm-hmm. is because it was not a course. It was not a webinar. It was an actual case study. Like we literally did it as went. And remember, 
some of the most impactful things things that I think happened in Project X where when you and I figured stuff out as we went. Yeah. You know, like we didn't pre-plan a lot of stuff. We were teaching each other as we went. And essentially what we said is we need to do another, um, you know, another case study. We need to show this live. And of course, you know, I don't, I'm not an employee for Helium 10. Somehow I get sucked into this stuff and it works. Um, the idea was let's do another one for Walmart. But the problem is, is we couldn't use Bradley. One, we need someone about that actually <laughs> knows somebody about something about Walmart. And two, frankly, Bradley, we just needed someone better looking than you. So <laughs> we, of hard course, to uh, we of course found Carrie here. And now Carrie, we are announcing the launch of Project W. Woo! <laughs> Project oh, that, that, W, the how, Walmart. What's the official, like, the wa- yeah, word. There we, we go, Project W. We, we were trying to, like, come up with different... If you guys are watching video, we're doing all sorts of crazy stuff with our hands and trying to figure this out. Yeah, so uh, Project W, it is another collaboration between Helium 10 and myself and Private Label Legion for Walmart. Now, I will say this. This is not the size and scale and scope of Project X. I'm not saying it's not as important, but I'll tell you why. It's Project X we went through the process of finding a unique product that was, you know, in demand at low competition and starting basically from ground zero on how to sell on Amazon project W we will do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But right now what we're focusing on is the most immediate need, which is a lot of you that are listening, Amazon sellers that need to make the migration. You've already got a product. You need to make the migration. You've already got inventory. You need to make the migration. Well, I shouldn't say migration, expansion, right? Mm-hmm. Expand to Walmart. So in this case study, we specifically take existing products, which are the coffin shelf and the egg tray from Project X that we had inventory, we had the listings, we had the photos and made that migration. We talk about things like making sure that your listings are not just duplicated. We go through the application process, the getting approved process, the applying for PPC and WFS. We talk about... Um, all of that stuff, if you're an existing, I won't even say an, an Amazon seller, but if you're a seller that already has inventory, already has a product per- picked out. The reason this is important is we don't go through very initial product research. We're not saying, hey, if you're a brand new seller and you want to sell in Walmart, this is how you, no, that's coming in 2.0. But we do do a lot of product research using like the great Walmart Helium 10 tools on which keywords to use. We found out some crazy stuff like live is some of the keywords on Walmart are very different than the keywords on Amazon or some of the high value keywords on Amazon were lower value on Walmart or search volume swapped and changed. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Like how many episodes is this carry? Where can people go to, to see this? And, and what else did you talk about that Tim ha- or uh, on the show that, that Tim hasn't talked about yet? So project W actually launched on February 10th. So it's just really exciting. So many people have been asking for content, just how do I get started? What are the basics? I have no idea where to start. So we are guiding you through how to get started the easiest way possible, just like Tim was saying. So I think he covered it. We've got 12 episodes and they're really, really excellent with details about how to do things that a lot of people have questions about. So I hope everyone will take a look at our YouTube channel and watch those uh, amazing videos we've created. Yeah. Yeah, So probably the... Is there is there a, like a link that people could go or is the easiest yeah. thing is just go to YouTube, type in Helium 10 Project W is, might Helium, be the best way. Or? Helium10.com Helium slash Project W. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Where and if go. you go to the Project W um, URL, the website, we actually have other resources for you, right? So we have show mm-hmm. notes, we have other links. So you can definitely watch it on YouTube. But if you go to Helium10.com slash Project W, there's actually more resources on those individual episode pages that you can have access to. Now, Carrie. Um, 
speaking from personal experience, working on a case study uh, and filming with Tim Jordan was quite an experience. You know, we had some hilarious, uh, yeah. uh, very funny moments on there. So, so I wasn't there in the filming of, of any, like I was there for like maybe half of episode one. I make a cameo in, in this, but, uh, other than that, I have no idea what went down. Tell me, how was it working uh, with Tim for the first time? Oh, it was fun. I, I learned some Alabama, <laughs> Alabama speak, I guess you could say. You just, and they're on their actual recording. So you're going to hear Tim say some amazing things. <laughs> That's great. I have you're like, what, what does that mean? Or I don't know. Yeah. I, I, Carrie, I thought you were going to say, filming with Tim Jordan was like camping. <laughs> it was intense. <laughs> Oh, get my it? Funny. He, I mean, that's pretty much what it was with Tim. Lots of dad jokes. Um. <laughs> I will say uh, it was probably edited out, but there were several times Carrie would look at me and go, are you serious? Like, did you really just say that? Or is my hair okay? Is my microphone okay? Does this look all right? She, do, my, do my shoes look okay with my shirt? I'm like, Carrie, you can't even see your shoes on camera. You could be wearing Crocs right now. Nobody would care. Yeah. It was good. We, I think we upped Tim's style on these episodes. You're going to be surprised at how, how great some of the outfits we had Tim in. Look, that's a sore subject. <laughs> because no, no more short shorts? or No more <laughs> short shorts. No more flip-flops. Which, but, like, um, I will say this. Is Healy, you know, since Project X has been, what, two years? Like, mm-hmm. Helium 10 has, has grown a lot, which means it's become, I don't know. I hate to say the word corporate, but it's become a little bit more organized in some areas where Bradley, me and you can just jump on camera and do whatever we wanted. There's actually people now that go, what guys, this is a terrible idea. You can't wear that. You can't do that. <laughs> so yes, there was actually a dress code. And um, just to show the lack of trust that helium 10 staff had in me, when I showed up to film on the first day, one of the staff members had actually bought me a wardrobe. I there remember was, I was there that day. Yeah, yeah there and you were not there having was it. You're like, what? Out. This is not me. Well, what in the world is this? <laughs> and guess were, what? I thought it was the greatest. Like, I thought he looked great in the shirts that they got, and Tim couldn't admit it, but everyone was complimenting Tim on his shirt. Y'all were just trying to make and me feel better. And now I see Tim wearing that in like other things. Like, I literally saw a video of you, Tim, like just a little bit ago, and I, I swear you're wearing that shirt. So you, it must have grown on you. Are you. If you're talking about the green Henley, you're full of crap. I did not wear Whatever, it. Again. I, no, it. I saw maybe somebody just repurposed that. I saw either a video or a picture of you that had nothing to do with Helium 10, and you were wearing that. I was like, oh, Tim now likes it. Huh? No yeah. way. It took Tim to oh. the next level, I think. So I I have a feeling he wears it all around town in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to admit this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Back to serious, more serious talk then. So, hey, uh, I'm sitting here listening to this episode. What? Uh, who is going to get the most benefit of it? Like, like, what avatar would you say out there? Like, I uh, is this relevant to me? I'm a, I'm a seven-figure seller on Amazon. I'm just barely started on Amazon. That's me. What, what's the kind of persona that would get the most benefit out of this new program that we have? I would say it's an existing marketplace seller that has bandwidth for something new. Okay. Mm. I'm not saying that's a size. I'm not saying it's a beginning seller. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's an advanced seller. I'm saying it's something that's bandwidth because in this world of, you know, lots of opportunities, we kind of get shiny object syndrome. We chase a lot of different opportunities. And the truth is we need to be good at what we're doing before we do the next thing. So if you're just trying to figure out Amazon and you've already started selling there, maybe put a pause for a second get to a good resting place or a good place where you're kind of kind of good and then move on. So don't get inundated with all this new stuff, the, the shiny object syndrome. But I know advanced sellers that are doing well by migrating, well, expanding. I keep saying migrating. I'm not saying leave Amazon, but migrating mm-hmm. to Walmart. I know folks that 
were Shopify sellers for a number of years. They tried Amazon and they hated it. It didn't work. It was too competitive, but then found Walmart and they're doing great. So I don't think there's a specific avatar. I just think it's an existing market for project W the content is specifically focused to an existing marketplace seller because there's a lot of things we don't go into. We don't go into keyword theory and things like that. Cause if you're an existing yeah. marketplace seller, regardless of marketplace, you should understand that. So a marketplace seller that has bandwidth to take on a new project and who is able to dedicate the time to make that expansion um, work. Okay. Now we, you know, we've had some Walmart uh, tools for quite a while here at helium 10. So, so Carrie, can you, can you just uh, talk a little bit about which tools are, they are they're, they're not every single tool we have for, for Walmart, but talk about the ones that uh, we have had for a while. And then the newest one that, that we just launched a, a few weeks ago. Um, and then also, uh, let's talk about uh, the how people can find the Facebook group for for Walmart sellers to get more uh, help from. Okay, so um, we have Magnet for for Walmart, and so when you actually go into Helium Ten and you're on Magnet, there's a little drop down for marketplaces. You need to click on that drop down just to, so everyone knows how to find these. You click on the drop down and you choose Walmart for each one of these tools. Okay, so that's how you're going to find them. So we've got Magnet, we've got Cerebro, we've got Profits. Um, and my personal favorite, which is X-Ray, which shows you sales revenues and, you know, your competitors, everything about your competitors that you need to know and analyze. Um, and then our newest one, which I think is going to be a game changer for PPC advertising is our keyword tracker. And the reason for that is because if you are ranking for a product organically and you start PPC ads on Walmart, you actually only show once um, for either one. So if you're advertising on a word, um, with pay-per-click advertising, you're only going to show up in your ad. So you actually have to stop your ad in order to see the rank, but it helps you to kind of not cannibalize, I guess, your PPC and keep track of your rank and your keywords on your sponsored and organic. So, um, keyword tracker is definitely a game changer there. They're all amazing, amazing tools. And we do demonstrate them throughout project W. So you'll see that. And we also have some extra learn videos that we're attaching on how to utilize those tools. But, um, and we also have profits so you can, did I, I don't think I mentioned, you can analyze your profits on Walmart. Mm -hmm. Um, just like it, it's not as uh, extensive yet as the Amazon version, but it is definitely mm -hmm. a great version to get a bird's eye view of your profitability on Walmart. So you've got to connect your tokens to Walmart, um, in order to do that. So I highly recommend that you just first thing, just go ahead and connect your Walmart token to profits. Okay. And then our Facebook group, how can they find it? And then talk about what you do on Wednesdays there. All right. The Facebook group is called winning with Walmart or helium 10s winning with Walmart. And on Wednesdays, I actually go live every Wednesday. I went, um, yeah, I, I go live every Wednesday and I answer your questions. So I'll ask for them usually in, you know, before I go live or throughout the week. So you can, you can send them to me throughout the week or whenever you can send me beginning advanced, whatever, there's always going to be someone that's going to benefit from, you know, your questions. So I love getting the questions. I had the most questions, uh, the last time I did this, um, nice. ever. And it was really exciting. There was so much good content in there. So the more everyone participates, the better. So I highly recommend that you join this group. It's free to join and you'll have access to me directly every week. And, uh, maybe we can get a guest on there from private label legion, maybe some certain bearded <laughs> individual. There. Yeah. A certain now, individual. Now, Tim, now, Tim, you already kind of gave us a little preview of what already the second season of Project W is eventually going to be and a little bit about um, how to just like maybe launch directly. Like maybe you don't have an Amazon product that you're not migrating, but moving or copying over to Walmart. But can you just give us a brief preview of how that process works? Like, hey, I, 
what what is involved in launching only on Walmart? Is it very similar to the Amazon process? Is it different? Give us a little preview well, of that. Season I'll, two. I'll correct you a little bit. And we talk about this in uh, season one of Project W, but mm-hmm. you can't actually just start selling on Walmart, right? You need to be selling elsewhere. And this is one thing that Walmart does when you apply for an account is make sure that you're already a seller. Yeah, right? They yeah. don't want a bunch of people just clogging up the system that are just kicking the tire, so to speak. There's a good Southern expression and not actually getting it, you know, having the experience or the, the follow through to actually get it done. So as long as you're already an e-commerce seller somewhere, eBay, Amazon, Shopify, big commerce, doesn't matter. So what Project W 2.0 is going to be is how to find a new product for Walmart. So not how to get started in your entire e-commerce career from scratch on Walmart, yep, yep. but how to go to Walmart and figure out what is a good opportunity for that marketplace that you may not already be selling. And what I think we're going to find, and I've been doing this in my own personal you know, business, is finding products that I would immediately dismiss on Amazon because they're super saturated, something like, but there's none on Walmart, right? There's absolutely none. Uh, there's different categories in Walmart that are unlocked. They, they rank things differently. So there's a lot of unique opportunities. So I'm finding things to sell on Walmart that I would not sell on Amazon, but I start from scratch. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I, I, I know that part of the Walmart, um, uh, applying for an account like one of the things is you they want to see like where you're already selling so yeah definitely you can't get started but uh when i say get started i mean you know like hey you're already selling on walmart and maybe you're already selling on amazon or maybe you're not doesn't matter um but you want to just like launch a product first uh, on walmart that i think that's super interesting because i never would have imagined that that's even a thing but i know it is a thing because i've heard of people doing it so it's, that's definitely going to be something to uh look forward to now i think one of the biggest questions that people have Carrie is, well, how do I, you know, I'm interested. I want to get ready for project W. Let me get a head start and get, you know, sign up for my Walmart account. You know, talking about this process that Tim was just talking about. We actually have a special link that, that healing 10, uh, uh, users can, can go to do. Do you have that link Candy? Yeah. That link is h10.me forward slash join Walmart. And that's how you can go ahead and apply. And I highly recommend that you apply through this link because it's the only way that we'll even be able to assist you if there are any issues. Um, because we'll have you have applied through our link. If you don't, then we really can't help you in any way in the future. So I'm not saying I'm not promising that we can help you for sure. But um, if we had a chance at helping you, you'd have to apply through that link so that we have a connection somehow to your account. So Carrie, that's great to know. Um, we're actually have even more uh, training coming out um, from interviewing different uh, experts in the field of Walmart. And this is going to be where and approximately when will people have access to it? So we have been filming Freedom Ticket Walmart, which is really in-depth. So for advanced sellers, there's going to be a lot of content for them too, as well as beginner sellers. Um, You should be able to see that that in the the coming months, uh, the next month or two. Uh, We have been filming it for the past month or two, actually. So we've been working really hard on it. And there's so much content, so much great content. And I'm really excited to share that as soon as we finish editing it. So those of you who are Helium 10 members, you have access to Freedom Ticket. You, there's nothing more to pay for this. You'll have it right there where you see your Amazon training. It'll be like in a bonus. a bonus. We can also put the Project W ones in there too, just, just so uh, more of you can see it all together. And um, and yeah, so look out for that maybe end of February, beginning of March. Not sure exactly when, but but be on the lookout for that. We'll, we'll make an uh, announcement. Um, we're going to see all of you guys in person at the upcoming Prosper Show. So guys, check it out, prospershow.com. Be on the lookout in your email. Usually Helium 10 has some kind of discount 
uh, for the Prosper show, but we highly, highly recommend going there, not just to see Carrie and Tim, but if, if you're wanting to go just to get their autograph or something, that's totally okay too. But, but go to learn, go to network. You know, Tim always has some great uh, networking uh, parties and events, and Helium 10 is going to have a huge one as well. So that would be something to look forward to. Um, now, Tim, if if uh, people want to reach out to you more, see what you do more, obviously we have AMPM podcasts. Everybody, if you're listening to this podcast uh, on whatever you're listening to we, uh, right now, whatever you're on, just, just pause this, go search AMPM podcast and make sure to subscribe. Tim always has some great information, but if people want to just like reach out to you, Tim, to ask more questions about Walmart or more about what you're doing, how can they find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you can find me on most social, LinkedIn, Facebook, but really the best way to get involved is check out our content community, which is Private Label Legion. Uh, really the best way to do that, like the, the place to get all sorts of information and links and notifications of new YouTube videos and all that good stuff is our free Facebook group, privatelabellegion.com. It's not a massive group because we don't let a lot of people in, honestly, like all the fakes, bots, scammers, but we have an 83% active engagement rate in that Facebook group, which is like industry leading as far as I know. Nice. So really huge. So Private Label Legion, we put Amazon, Ecom, Walmart content in there. Me and Norm are always in there doing stuff. So I, that's probably the best place to get in touch with me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, Carrie and Tim, I have not personally watched all of, uh, or any of Project W yet. I kind of like wanted to watch it along with everybody else once it once it was out. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead and Netflix binge watch those first uh, six episodes. And then next week, those other six episodes are going to come out and it'll be great to, to learn along with everybody else what you guys uh, are teaching on Project W. So thank you very much for your hard work. I know that was like multiple trips out here and so much planning and and forced wardrobe changes and, and whatnot. So <laughs> we uh, we appreciate that. Hopefully there's there was no medical emergencies with Carrie like I had during uh, Project wow. X that, that Tim had to take care of. That's a, that's a side story right there. Yeesh. But um, thank you so much for the work you gave, and it'll be, it's going to be great to see you guys in Vegas in uh, in a in a few weeks. All right, I'm excited. <laughs>